You're listening to a Big Finish production. Autopilot, good evening. Just going for a stroll. Now, now, Professor. Passengers aren't allowed on the lower decks unless there's an emergency. And there is no emergency, is there, Professor? <laughs> no, no, no emergency at all. Apart from the fact that we're all going to die. What are you doing? Let me through. Oh dear, Professor, it sounds like you might be having a bit of a wobble. Are we having a wobble, Professor? Me? A wobble? Never. Why would I be having a wobble? I'm fine. Look at me. I'm totally fine. <laughs> I'm very glad to hear that, Professor, because I'm under the strictest instructions to deal with wobblers rather harshly. Listen to me, you confounded machine. I want to get to a life pod and off this ship. Please, there's no harm in that, surely. I won't tell. It'll be our little secret. Machine I may be, Professor Nicely, but that does rather sound like a wobble to me. No, I swear. Please, just let me off this ship, I beg you. Oh, very well, Professor. If you really want to get off this ship, then off this ship you must go. Airlock opening. Oh, no! No, please! For pity's sake! No! There now, Professor. Isn't that better? This'll do. Mm, not a bad spot either for an emergency pit stop, even if I do say so myself. Leela, K9, come on, it's perfectly safe. Is he correct, K9? Insufficient data, mistress. Insufficient data? Nonsense. Leela, why are you asking him? K9 is more cautious than you, Doctor. More cautious than. Balder Dash. And he is less likely to risk his life by guessing. Guessing? Guessing? Listen, I'll have you know that my middle name is Prudence. Is it? Well, not really, but look around you. This is a rather high-end cargo hold by the look of things. And this is some decidedly high-end luggage. I'd say we're on a civilian vessel. Not a budget one, either. I do not care where we are. I did warn you that the red light was flashing, and yet you insisted on flying into that, what did you call it? Temporal nebula. Hmm, which I navigated brilliantly, if you please. What happened to the console afterwards was a complete coincidence. Anyway, would you prefer to wait in the TARDIS while it reboots, 
or stretch your legs and get some air, because until the chronon transducer's fixed, the old girl can't take off again. We could always continue re-indexing the hazard recognition protocols, Master. Uh, no thank you, canine. Exciting as that sounds, I think it's one job that'll keep exercise and exploration it is. Come along. Come on, canine. We had better keep an eye on him, or he will just get into more trouble. Something smells nice. There are no people here. Yes, it's all fully automated. Aha! Ah, what do you make of this? It is a dinner plate, Doctor. Yes, yes. Spider bone, china, etc. But what do you make of the insignia? It looks like a tribal symbol. Almost, yes. It is the crest of the gold star line. An army? A shipping company. K-9, you wouldn't happen to recognize the registration number, would you? Checking database. Affirmative. The ISO number is 9 good dog, just as I thought. Oh, how marvellous. We must be cruising the solar system at some point in the 26th century. For what purpose? Purpose? Leela, this is the gold star line. The purpose is glamour, recreation and living it up like it's 2499. Ah, it is a place of celebration. Like no other. And where is everybody? Well, certainly not in the kitchen. Uh, um, this way, perhaps. Yes, the gold star line represented the last gasp of a particularly opulent era in human history. Their technology wasn't just sophisticated, but beautiful. And for a few stylish decades, human beings really knew how to dress. Can I keep up? Master. Doctor, I suspect you do not know where you are leading us. Are you certain this is a good idea? Ow! Apologies, mistress. Leela, the whole reason I invited you to travel with me was to teach you about your ancestors. Think of this as an impromptu field trip. Doctor, you forget that this is not the reason we travel together. Isn't it? No. Uh, oh, then why do we? Because when we met, I recognised you as a great and wise man. Uh, I, I didn't quite catch that, Leela. Would you say it again? When we first met, I recognised you as a great and wise man. Ah, well, yes. Who frequently needs saving from himself. Do you know? I think you're right. Come on. <laughs> Hurry up, K9. <laughs> we seem to have found the life pods, and none have been launched, which is reassuring. Hello. What's this? Interesting. Oh, you desire me to ask. What is it 
uh, a pair of pince-nez, Leela, spectacles with one lens broken. Perhaps that is why they were discarded? Oh, perhaps. Either way, it's the first sign of human life we've encountered. Shall we go on? No, I do not think so. There is danger in this ship's quiet. Can you not feel it? No. Can you, canine? Negative, master. See? Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Nevertheless, I think we should turn back. Turn back? Oh, now, come on, Leela. Trust me, it's perfectly safe. Well, <clears throat> that corridor looked boring anyway. You know, Leela, I've been thinking, maybe we should turn back. Oh. Doctor, we are trapped. It does look that way, doesn't it, now you mention it? Ahoy there! An ambush. Stay close to me, canine. I say, ahoy there! Show yourself, coward! Leela, put that knife away. Who said that? I did. Where are you? Pretty much everywhere, since you ask. I'm the autopilot. Hello. Oh. Hello. Say hello, Leela. Hello. <laughs> and what can we do for you, autopilot? Well, would you mind awfully if I asked you to identify yourselves? You don't appear to be on my passenger list. Oh, not at all. I'm the doctor. And my friend, who's putting her knife away right now, <laughs> is Leela. This is our dog, K-9. Splendid. Now, I know you'll hate me for asking this, but are you stowaways by any chance? Stowaways? Us? No, certainly not. We are travellers. Travellers? Yes, and we've broken down. You seem quite functional to me. What? Oh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, our vessel is currently performing some vital self-maintenance, and we are merely killing time in the meantime. Killing time? Yes, well, it's not a crime to kill time, is it, Otto? I mean, it's not against interplanetary space regulations, is it? Uh, not technically. But this ship has been hired privately, you know. Ah, we didn't, as a matter of fact, but uh, we don't want to be any bother. The reset shouldn't take more than a couple of hours and we'll soon be on our way, so if you wouldn't mind opening this bulkhead again, uh, we'll just head back and wait in C2. Request logged. One moment, please. Doctor. I do not trust this computer. Oh, rubbish, Leela. He seems quite friendly to me. Please follow the flashing green arrows until you have reached your destination. But we're quite happy to go back the way... Please follow the flashing green arrows until you have reached your destination. Doctor, what do we do? Never mind what that autopilot says. We'll just follow the flashing green arrows, Leela. I do not like this computer, and I do not like this. Well, I can't say I'm too keen myself. Thank you, autopilot. How far have we walked, K-9? We have proceeded 437 metres. Since you last asked, Miss How much further will this autopilot make us go? Well, don't ask me, Leela. We must be getting somewhere. Ah, you see? Mm, no more arrows. Computer, where have you brought us? To your final destination, madam. Doctor, 
I tell you, there is danger here. Oh, perhaps. Perhaps. One of these days, you might learn to listen to me. What's on the other side of this door, autopilot? Never fear, Doctor. You're about to find out. Ah. It is some sort of celebration. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's a party, Leela. Do make yourselves comfortable. The bar is free and fully stocked, and the canopies suit all dietary requirements. On behalf of the Gold Star Line, please enjoy your temporary respite on the good ship Surya Namaska. Uh, thank you, autopilot. We shall. Well, Leela. And I shall we? Quite a gathering at ooh! What a viewing gallery! The perfect way to watch the galaxy go by in style. The walls and ceiling are made of glass. Ray shielded aluminium oxynitride. In other words, it's perfectly safe. If you say so. What do we do now? Well, we mingle. It is a party. Hmm? Mingle? Yes, grab a canopy and a glass of something pleasant and talk to people. Oh, that is mingling. Hmm, uh, an old earth custom. Oh, it doesn't sound very interesting. Are you sure there is no arena? Oh, cheer up, you know. They didn't build many starships like this, and, and I'm sure there are plenty of scintillating people to chat to. Very well, I will talk to them. And if they are very dull, I will try my best not to kill them. That's right, Savage. You try that way towards the fountain, and K-9 and I will try over here. Am I required to mingle as well, Master? Oh, don't worry, K-9. You can leave that to me. But keep an ear to the ground all the same. Master? Listen in. Oh, thank you. Is he yours? Uh, I suppose so. Isn't he delightful? Aren't you delightful? Insufficient data, madam. What does he mean by that? Uh, he, he means yes. Ah, I see. You know, I don't believe we've been introduced. Uh, quite probably not. Um, I'm the doctor. Lady Melina Rigel Smythe. Ah, uh, <laughs> enchanté. Oh, charmed. The Doctor, eh? That's a new one on me. But then it is difficult keeping up with all the new members, isn't it? Tell me, how long have you been an adherent? How long? Oh, I'm very new. Practically a neophyte. Indeed. Mm, and between you and me, I don't know anyone here. You mean you haven't met our leader in person yet? <laughs> our leader? No, not yet. Oh, then I simply must introduce you. Not only is he a great scientist and one of the most original thinkers of our day, but he's so charming with it. And that's so important, don't you think? Oh, well, yes, of course. And I can't tell you what a lost sheep I was before I found him. Transdimensional meditation, future life progression, Venusian yoga, you name it, I've tried it. Uh, enough about me. Let me take you over. Dr. Zorn! Zorn? Dr. Zorn! Melina, my dear. Uh, Dr. Zorn, may I introduce... I'm the doctor. How do you do? I am pleased to make your acquaintance, Doctor. I am Suleiman Zorn. Now, 
Why do I know that name? Why? Because he's the leader of our society. But the Doctor is not a member of our society, Lady Melina. Are you, Doctor? <laughs> it shows, does it? <laughs> While many members have been strangers to each other over the years, they are all known to me. How did you get aboard? Oh, quite by accident, I assure you. Oh, that's it. Suleiman Zong. Professor of, what was it? Philosophical physics. At the University of Buenos Aires, of course. Oh, you were rather fascinating, if I remember correctly. Thank you, sir. There are some who believe I still am. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm neglecting my guests. Lady Melina, would you come with me, please? Oh, certainly. Goodbye, Doctor. Most fascinating indeed. Please forgive me, Suleiman. I didn't realize he wasn't one of us. It's not your fault, my dear. I shall take it up with the captain, but it occurs to me there may be more interlopers on board. If so, they must be found. I don't like parties much either, Miss... Uh... Are you talking to me? Yeah. How do you do? I'm Captain Brandis. Leela. Miss Leela. Just Leela. So, uh, where are you from? I'm sorry, is this mingling? Uh, yeah, I guess. Sure. Ah, very well. My tribe is called the Sabatine. Your tribe? Yes. Is that not enough? Very well. Um, this is your ship? Yes. Well, I run it. Well, it pretty much runs itself, to be honest. It is very beautiful. Thank you. But I am happier on firm ground. Right. <laughs> You'll forgive me for saying this, but you don't strike me as one of the society's usual lot. The society? Yes, the... the Helios Society. Oh, yes, the society. Where did you say you were from again? Excuse me, Captain. Could I borrow you? Not right now, Hicks. Can't you see I'm busy? Sir, I must insist. Very well. Excuse me, Leela. I'll be right back. You do not have to be. This had better be good, Hicks. What is it? It's not exactly good, sir. You better see for yourself. Police public call box. What is it? I have no idea, sir. Some sort of container? It's not ticking at any rate. When did the computer pick it up? Not long ago, sir. But it wasn't here when we set off. The autopilot verified that. There's something else, sir. I didn't want to say where we could be overheard. What? According to the computer, Professor Nicely is no longer on board. What? And the log shows an airlock has been opened recently. Oh, great. Come on, we'd better check his stateroom. Professor Nicely? Professor! Take a look around, will you? Professor! Nothing, sir. You ever feel like you're jinxed, Hicks? 
sir? Nothing. Forget it. All will be well when we reach our destination, Captain. I hope so. Yeah, well, there's no note on the bedstand, at least. People usually leave notes if, uh, you know. Oh, please let that silly old buffer be hiding somewhere. What if he isn't? We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Until then, I don't want the passengers alarmed. Understood. And that uh, big blue thing? Impound it. Immediately. Yes, Captain. I'd better get back to the party. Sir? The party? Of course. Leela! Who? First officer, it's possible we have a stowaway situation. And if anyone on board knows what's happened to Professor Nicely, I think I know who to ask first. Doctor, why are you hiding in a corner? Do you not want to mingle anymore? I think I've reached my mingling limit. Sit down. You look troubled. I am, I am. I'm not sure, but I had a little chat with our host, Dr. Zorn. It rang some ominous bells. Suleiman Zorn was the founder of the Helios Society. Oh, the captain of the ship mentioned them. Who are they? They're these people, a collection of friends, intellectuals and uh, seekers. The Helios Society believed that the Earth's nearest star contained a habitable paradise. Earth's nearest star? The sun? Yes. But I thought it is just a ball of fire. It is. Well, superheated gas and plasma. Then these people are mad. Entirely. Lilo, would you mind looking after K-9 while I pop upstairs to the bridge for a quick look around? Why? I'm not sure. It's just a funny feeling I have. Ha! What? Perhaps I am teaching you something after all. There is danger here. And now you sense it too. Oh, shh. I'm merely using intelligence guided by experience. Feeling was merely a figure of speech. Now, don't move from this spot, either of you. I won't be long. No, wait. If anything untoward happens, find a way back to the TARDIS. Here's the key. K-9, I do not think this was a good idea. I concur, Mistress. May I suggest an alternative course of action? Yes, do. Hello, Doctor. Oh, hello again, autopilot. I'm sorry, but passengers are not permitted on the bridge without an officer present. That is a good thing I'm not a passenger, isn't it? Doctor, you wouldn't be attempting to hotwire that door panel, would you? Me? No, I wouldn't dream of it. Besides, I'm sure it's against regulations. Nobody here. Who's flying this ship? I am, sir. I'm You're the, the autopilot. Of course you are. <laughs> Silly question. Oh, I'll say one thing for the Gold Star Line. Nobody did interior decor better. Look at this control bank. Oh, it's a design classic. Hmm, that's funny there. I'd have expected us to be making an elliptical orbit, but it seems we're on a linear trajectory. Is that right, Otto? Quite correct. Our course has been fully programmed into my navigation circuits. Uh, would you mind if I ask you where we're going? Not at all, sir. 
I'm happy to report that we are on a direct collision course with the sun. What? Estimated time until solar impact, 1 hour, 16 minutes and 23 seconds precisely. Autopilot, stop this ship immediately. Unfortunately, Doctor, my current course cannot be overridden. We'll see about that. I'll be back, Autopilot. Don't do anything silly while I'm gone. Lila? K9? Oh, no. Lady Melina, have you seen my dog or a young woman dressed in animal hide? Uh, no, Doctor, I haven't. And I'm sorry, but Dr. Zorn has asked me not to talk to you any further, so I really shouldn't be seen. Never mind, never mind. Just listen to me. Zorn's mad. And we are all in terrible danger. This ship is heading straight for the... Is this man bothering you, ma'am? No, but he does seem quite agitated, Captain. He's also a freeloading space nick, ma'am. Would you mind coming with me, sir? Captain, we must stop this ship. Oh, must we? Why don't we continue this conversation in the brig, sir? An excellent idea, First Officer. Would you mind coming this way, sir? No, I, I must warn everybody. Let go of me. Now, now, sir. You're alarming the passengers. Let me go, I say. <sighs> Listen to me. In just over one hour from now, this ship is going to fly into the sun. Unless we change course, we are all going to die. Well, I mean, didn't you hear me? What, what, what's the matter with you all? Suleiman Zorn is sending you all to a fiery death. On the contrary, Doctor, in just over an hour from now, we shall have proven the existence of Heliotopia once and for all. In Heliotopia's warm embrace, we shall be set free. In Heliotopia's warm embrace, we shall be set free. You're all mad. Bring him, sir. This way, sir. Uh, listen to me. Shut up. Stop this ship or change course or we all die. No one invited you on board, Doctor. No, but I am on board, and so are my companions. You'll kill us, too. No one is killing anyone, Doctor. We're going to Heliotopia. You're wrong. Check your systems. You are wrong. You think you're going to sway us with a few words, Doctor? Evidently not. Frisk him. Sir? <coughs> your companions. Do they include a robot dog and a young woman called Leela? Yes. Where are they now? I don't know. What about Professor Nicely? I haven't had the pleasure. Pity, because we don't know where he is either. Sir, the Professor's glasses. Good work, Hicks. What did you do with him? I told you I have never met your Professor. I found those. Oh? Where? On the lower decks, not far from the airlock, Captain. In one hour from now, the ship will be vaporized. Don't you understand? I've heard enough. By the authority of the Interplanetary Space Lanes Treaty, I'm placing you under arrest on suspicion of the murder of Professor Constantine Nicely. Oh, this is madness. You don't have to say anything, but it may harm your defense if you do not mention when questioned something which you may later rely on in court. Captain Brandis, your sacred duty is to the lives of all aboard this ship. I beg you, listen to me. Don't tell me my duty, mister. Hicks. Sir? Lock him up. I'll go and see about finding his accomplices. Brandis! How long will this take, K9? Hard to estimate, Mistress. 
This bulk head lock has a unique code of medium complexity, but I should be able to break it in 1.47 minutes. I hope so. Is it me or is it getting warm down here? You are correct, Miss Crisp. The ambient temperature has risen by 3.8 degrees centigrade since we arrived. Mm, I wonder if this is what the doctor was worried about. The probability is high, Miss Crisp. Have you opened the door? I say there. What are you two up to? Nothing that concerns you, computer. On the contrary, all onboard systems are very much my domain of responsibility, madam, including this bulkhead. We simply wish to return to our ship. You mean the foreign object that materialized in the cargo hold? Yes. What else would I mean? You are a very stupid computer. Then you are wasting your time. The blue container has been impounded. What? Where? That information is classified. Please follow the green arrows back to the viewing gallery. But I... Please follow the green arrows back to the viewing gallery. Very well, computer. I shall follow the arrows, but I'm not done with you. Come on, K-9. First Officer Hicks! First Officer! What? Under the Interplanetary Space Lanes Treaty, do I have a right to a phone call? Shut up. Thank you. I'll take that as a no. Dr. Zorn. Might I talk to the prisoner? I don't think the captain would approve, sir. The captain will do as I ask him. Uh, that's as maybe, but it's against regulations to... My society is paying you extremely well, is it not, Mr. Hicks? We're not with you for the money, Dr. Zorn. Quite right. I'll go and find the captain, sir. Yes, you do that. So, you have the crew under your sway as well. When we were selecting personnel for this voyage, adherence to heliotropianism was a strict stipulation. Only loyal members of the society would do. That doesn't surprise me. May I? Oh, be my guess. Thank you. I'm curious. Which of my academic rivals sent you to sabotage my demonstration? No one sent me, Mr. Zorn. I am here by chance. You know, until I published my paper on the Heliotopia theory, I had my colleagues eating out of my hand. Then they had the gall to call me mad. Mad, Doctor. Me. When they forced me to resign my chair, they thought they'd won. But now, I'll wipe those smiles off their smug faces. Uh, Zorn, you may have been a scientist once. I'll give you that. But somewhere along the way, you've become the leader of a death cult. And you are going to get these people killed. I don't believe so. Your belief is the death of intelligence, Zorn. If you weren't about to instigate a mass suicide, I would pity you. I can see there's no talking to you, Doctor. But you will change your mind when we reach the promised land. Dr. Zorn, I must ask you to leave. No one is authorized to talk to prisoners but me or the first officer here. No matter, Captain Brandis. I'm done. You'll see the light, Doctor. I promise you. Sorry, sir. It's all right, lad. Forgive me, Doctor. He'd no right to interrogate you. Oh, I've been interrogated by far less avuncular lunatics, Captain. But I hope you realize he's quite off his head. I didn't ask for your opinion. Uh, opinion? Captain... <laughs> It may have failed to catch your attention, but the ambient onboard temperature is rising. For pity's sake, whatever dream he sold you, 
It'll burn up along with you and this ship. Shut up! If you won't listen to me, ask the autopilot whatever your personal beliefs in the matter are. You are about to crash into cold, hard reality. Or rather, not cold at all. Hicks, I'm leaving him in your care. Where are you going, sir? To get some air. It's definitely getting warmer, K9. Affirmative, mistress. I am a hunter. I know these things. The TARDIS must be ready by now. Let us find the Doctor and get off this ship. Ah, now I wish you hadn't said that. Computer, what are you doing now? Unfortunately, I'm under rather strict instructions to deal with anyone espousing such views. Rather... Harshly. I do not fear you, computer. For your own comfort while aboard the Surya Namaska, madam, I am very pleased to hear that. Airlock opening. Danger, mistress. Danger. What? K9, what is happening? In the interest of morale amongst passenger and crew, you and your dog are about to be vented into the vacuum of space, where you will die in approximately one minute. What? I can. I am the autopilot. And I apologize for the inconvenience. Starline, I would also like to apologize for the failure of this airlock to open. This is due to an ongoing heat-related system fault. We are aware of the problem and are working hard to deal with it as swiftly as possible. K9, we must get out of here now! Affirmative, mistress. Of all current options, the ventilation system offers a 69% better Just chance. get in, I'm right behind you. Autopilot to detention center. Yes? What is it? I have to report that the two remaining interlopers are currently somewhere within the ventilation system and therefore beyond the reach of my scanners, even on a good day. Oh, well spotted, Otto. Where's the captain? Captain Brandis is on the bridge, and if you ask me, he isn't in the best mood. Right. 
If they break cover again, don't keep it to yourself. Aye, aye, sir. Your friends are a nuisance. Yes, well, <laughs> I'd like to think they take after me. I bet. Do you mind if I ask you a question? What? Does Captain Brandis seem a little off to you? No. What do you mean by off? Well, I don't know. You know him better, but the disappearance of this Professor Nicely does seem to have agitated him, doesn't it? What's your point? I, I'm not sure I have one, or do I? I'll be back. Mm. Where are you going? None of your business. Quite right. So, I'll just wait here, shall I? Oh, do be quiet. Uh, oh, don't mind me. I, I'll, I'll be counting the minutes until your return. I really do think you should try to relax, Captain. Just tell me about this rise in ambient temperature. Oh, don't worry, Captain. It's a perfectly normal result of our increasing proximity to the sun. Yes, I realise that, but... Dr. Zorn's treatise on the Heliopian concept does have a perfectly plausible explanation for this temporary phenomenon. Yes, of course. Thank you, autopilot. And... About Professor Nicely's, uh, disappearance. Yes, sir? Are you sure the onboard scanners didn't pick up anything? As predicted, the high-level solar interference we're currently experiencing is playing merry hell with my systems. The only evidence of anything untoward occurring was the brief opening of an airlock at 1817 this evening. However, there is insufficient information to allow anyone to form any reasonable conjectures. Understood. Oh. Are you all right, Captain? How are you feeling? I'm fine, autopilot. Thanks for asking. It is getting hotter, canine. Much hotter. I'm not sure how much longer I can stand this. Keep moving, mistress. I shall go on ahead and attempt to find a way out. You see, at the simplest level, everything in the universe can be characterized as energy. And once we arrive in the heliotopian realm of the suns, electromagnetic field will resonate sympathetically with our own. And that's the basic concept of solar apotheosis, isn't it? Precisely. Or solar apotheosis, if you'll permit me the neologism. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Zorn, may I have a word? Yes, Captain, what is it? In private, sir. I keep no secrets from my followers, Captain. You may speak freely. All right. It's something the doctor pointed out. I thought he was locked up in the brig. Yes, sir, but it doesn't stop him talking. No, indeed. Anyway, he seems very concerned about the rise in temperature on board ship. Have you considered turning down the thermostat? Yes, but, sir... I've already explained that a rise in temperature is to be expected, but we should soon pass the heat barrier. Tell that to his accomplices. They're still running loose and, for all we know, may be attempting sabotage. We've already mislaid one passenger. I don't want to lose... That's enough, Captain. Did you say mislaid a passenger? No, ma'am, no. I didn't mean it that way. I uh, misspoke. But I would suggest we delay our entry into Heliotopia until we know exactly what's happening. Delay our entry? Or risk damaging the ship, sir. 
Um, when you say damage, Captain, what sort of scale are we talking about? Potentially. Very serious damage, ma'am. You know, uh, perhaps, Solomon, we should pay some heed to the good captain here. Technically speaking, after all, this is my charter, and if the ship is indeed harmed in any way upon entry, well, I uh, risk losing my deposit. You quibble about mere money when my life's work is about to be vindicated? No, no, not at all. I, I didn't mean it like that. I was just... And you, Captain, you dare to bother me with these trifles. Get out of my sight. Very good, sir. But I won't be held responsible. Not again. I'm sorry, Suleiman. This must be very trying for you. You have no idea. Where are you going? Oh, uh, to powder my nose. I won't be long. this place. Location unknown, mistress. That is what I said. At least we got away from that computer. Affirmative, but the likelihood is that it will soon relocate us. Hey, who's there? <laughs> Don't move. We were not intending to. What's going on? Your autopilot is trying to kill us. That is impossible. But it is true. Why would I make it up? You must have a very little brain. Seriously, who are you people? We have said, travellers. We came here in our ship. The blue box thing we found in the cargo hold? Uh, That's a ship? Yes. What else would it be? The autopilot would not let us return to it, and then it tried to kill us for wanting to leave. All we have been trying to do is leave. This may sound crazy, but I believe you. Ah, your brain is not so little. Uh, yeah. Um, but you won't find your ship that way. It's been impounded in a quarantine vault. What? Then how do we get it out? Not easily. Then help us. We only want to find the Doctor and get away from here. Okay, sure. But if the autopilot really is trying to kill you, you better stick with me. Let's see now. If I can upend that coffee cup with my scarf. The liquid ingress should increase the weight of that retro paperback enough to tip it off the table, sedging the keys with it. Assuming I can get my scarf to the floor in time, I should be able to reel them in and free myself. Wish me luck, Doctor. Good luck, Doctor. Thank you. Oh, well, <laughs> it was worth a try. Oh, hello, Lady Melina. What were you doing? Oh, uh, a little something Robert Houdin tried to teach me once. I'm not the most gifted of his protégés between you and me. Please answer me in all seriousness, Doctor. Do you think there is real risk to this ship? Without doubt, Lady Molina. But I thought you believed in all that heliotopia nonsense. Nonsense? Flim-flam, clap-trap, hogwash and baloney, Lady Molina. Yes, I know what it means. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm ruling out the existence of Heliotopia. 
But on the latest evidence, it's certainly not looking like the Heliotopia I was promised. Oh, that's quite a turnaround. People are disappearing, and the captain seems very unnerved. Uh, which is always very unnerving. Yes. There's something funny going on around here. For everybody's sake, I want to find out what. I've believed in this for so long, and I, I still do, mainly. But there is the uh, tiniest doubt. And if I'm wrong... Then it's good night, Vienna. I'm not saying I've changed my mind. I just want to be certain. I understand, and I'll do what I can, but if I'm to help in any way, I can't exactly do much from this cell, can I? Ah, good point. Thank you. Let's go. Where? To the bridge. We have to override the autopilot, or in my professional opinion, your goose is cooked. Yes, sir? Message received and understood, sir. However, I must advise that due to certain recent technical difficulties, I have been having trouble opening some airlocks. No, sir. I was just advising you. Preparing to jettison the big blue box into space for you now, sir. Successfully jettisoned, sir. Happy to be of assistance. Doctor, visitors for you. Doctor? He is not here. This is a trap. Traitor! No! When I left, he was locked up. So he escaped? Yes. That is the doctor for you. Okay, then. He's your friend. If you were him... Where would you be heading? His most likely destination would be the bridge. Then why do we wait? Come on! What did you say? The long-range communicator has been disconnected. Quite permanently, it seems. Could it have been an accident? An over-enthusiastic maintenance bot, maybe? No, Captain. It's definitely a case of human error, or... Oh... Since when did you start trailing off your sentences, or what? Forgive me, Captain. I was going to say, or deliberate sabotage, but I didn't want to worry you. It's very important everyone on this ship stays calm and relaxed. Are you feeling quite yourself, Autopilot? Well, since you ask, not really, sir. My neural simulators are getting quite scrambled by this solar radiation. I see. Autopilot... Yes, Captain? Assuming for one moment that Heliotopia didn't really exist. Didn't exist, sir? Theoretically, I mean. Yes? What would the rise in temperature signify to you? Well, obviously, sir, if Heliotopia didn't exist, then the projected outcome of us flying into the sun would obviously mean the vaporization of both this ship and every soul on board. Obviously. Yes. Yes, thank you, Autopilot. Are you all right, sir? You know something? For the first time in a long time, I'm starting to wonder. 
Autopilot. Now hear this. Stop. Doctor? How did you... It was me, Captain. I released him. You, ma'am? The Doctor agrees about stopping the ship, Captain. That's all very well, but by rights I should arrest you both. What happened to Professor Nicely, Captain? You mean you really don't know? What has happened to Professor Nicely? I think somebody killed him, ma'am. But why? I don't know. But I do know. Someone sabotaged the ship's communicator. And it can't have been the Doctor. Autopilot, now hear this. Bring this ship to a full stop. Now! Then we must hurry. Captain, what's going on? What's he doing out of his cell? Hello, Zorn. I think he's trying to help us, Suleiman. Lady Melina, you have betrayed me. Never, Suleiman, never. And you, Captain, what's the meaning of this? Get us back on our way. Until I know what's happening on my ship, we're not going any further. Very sensible, Captain. Sir... What's going on? Doctor! Leela! Has came Oh, I am glad you are safe. Oh, so am I, I say. It's becoming quite the party in here, isn't it? Perhaps you should ask for some of those canopies to be sent up. Sir, why have we stopped? Don't worry, it's under control. But unless I get some answers, I've a mind to take us back to Earth. That wouldn't be a good idea, Captain. Holster that weapon, mister. Sorry, sir. You'd better join the others over there. Higgs, what are you doing? And you too. Do not dare to threaten me. Do as he says, Leela, do as he says. Have you lost your mind? I'm the only one around here who hasn't. Autopilot? Yes, sir. Return to course. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Hicks. Don't bother, you raving lunatic. There. That should stop anyone putting on the brakes again. I was rather fond of that console. One of the best. Hicks, what is this? One moment, sir. Autopilot, jettison all remaining life pods, would you? Yes, sir. Oh, no, 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 no. I do not think it is good. I think it is very dangerous indeed. Yes, well, first officer Hicks, your captain asks you a question. Just making the best of a bad situation, Doctor. These nutters are all intent on killing themselves anyway, so I thought, why not make a little money out of it? Well, I say a little. I've shorted 10 million shares in the Gold Star Line. When this baby doesn't make it back to port, I make a killing. But after we leave Heliotropa, the ship will make it back oh, to- Oh, shut up, you idiot. Of course it won't. 
You're all going to fry. But so will you. No, love, not me. Why not? <laughs> you think I'm going to tell you everything? What about Professor Nicely? You owe me that at least. The old fool was getting cold feet, sir. I couldn't risk him spreading doubt among Zorn's flock. So you reprogrammed the autopilot to do your dirty work. What's the removal of one crusty academic next to a long, happy life on a beach on Ganymede, eh? You mean you murdered Constantine? You're about to murder everybody else, Zorn. Who are you to judge? Now see here. Enough! But now we know your secret, Hicks. Your plan has failed. Not really. Now I'm just going to have to shoot you all and let the sun burn up the evidence. There is one major factor you haven't considered. And what's that, Doctor? Actually, I'm sure you've thought of everything. I um, just wanted to distract you for a moment so that Leela could... Uh... <coughs> Idiot! In 16 minutes, you'll wish I had shot you! <laughs> It's no good. He sealed it. Master, Mr. Hicks was incorrect. We currently have closer to 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Thank you, K-9. Captain, we must get all the passengers into my TARDIS. It's the only way to save everyone. I'm afraid you can't, Doctor. Hicks had me jettison your capsule too. What? Then we are in trouble. I should have killed him when I had the chance. Captain, he must know another way off this ship. Brandis, stop wasting time. Soon we will reach Heliotropia and all will be well. Hex won't get far. Forgive me, Dr. Zorn, but I'm getting everyone who's willing off this ship if it kills me. You traitor, Brandon. Shut up, sir. Why engineering? There's a maintenance shuttle docked there. That's got to be Hicks's ticket out. Are you sure we can reach it before he does? If we're lucky, this way. Zorn, don't be a fool. I'm not leaving, Doctor. And neither will my people. Zorn! Leela, go after him. What? We'll get the shuttle ready. But we must give those followers of his one last chance. Hurry! Ladies and gentlemen of the Helios Society, my friends, there is no cause for alarm. It is true that a few doubting Thomases have failed their tests of faith, but we, who are gathered here, we are the chosen ones. Heliotopia awaits. He is wrong. Look around you. This place will be destroyed. Then leave us, girl. In our moment of ascension, I would have you respect our beliefs. Even when they will kill your people? I said go! If anyone wishes to leave with me, now is your chance. Please! Actually, I might come with you. Me too. Anyone else? No one. There are none of you but these two, please. You are all about to die. 
Very well. I tried my best. Come on. You have sacrificed your place in Heliotopia. Cowards! Goodbye, Sun Worshipper. We shall not meet again. Hurry up, it's this way. Canine, don't get left behind. Ask him. The same goes for you, Lady Melina. Come on. Oh dear. I'm going to lose my deposits, aren't I? If Hicks gets there first, you're going to lose more than your deposit. Then we'd better get there before he does. Leela! Doctor! I was only able to persuade these two to join us. So few? I tried, but no one would listen. We must go back. We do not have the time! I suppose it's better than none. Come on! Orchard pilot! Open this bulkhead. One moment, sir. I mean, as in now. Unfortunately, sir, it seems the bulkhead will not open. Autopilot, I order you. I fear our proximity to the sun has warped the structure. It physically won't budge, old thing. But we rehearsed this. Yes, but if I might point out, sir... You did intend on leaving the ship when we were still at a much greater distance, didn't you? Autopilot, I must get to engineering in time. What can I do? Calculating all available routes in relation to your current position. Ah, I'm sorry to say, I think you missed the boat, as it were. Please accept my condolences. No! 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 Now, this is what I call an engineering room. Just look at that energy core. There's no time for a tour, Doctor. Everyone onto the shuttle, now! Autopilot, can you hear me? Yes, Captain. Will First Officer Hicks be joining us? Negative, sir. He is unavoidably detained. Then open the bay doors. We're leaving. I'm sorry, sir, but due to my reprogramming, I am unable to allow you to leave the ship. Open the doors. Now! I repeat, I cannot. It should be possible to release the bay doors manually. Do you know, I think your dog's right. Well done, K-9. Allow me. Get everyone to safety, Captain. Doctor? No, Doctor, wait. won't have your death on my conscience, too. Oh, that's good of you, Captain, but somebody here has to let the shuttle out. Get away from that lever, Doctor. Oh, Brandis, please put that silly gun away. No. Listen to me. I was captain on the Xanadu Gamma. Ten crew members died under my command. Although the inquiry exonerated me, I always felt responsible. I just wanted to find redemption, Doctor. Maybe this way I still can. Now let go of that lever, or I'll shoot. You're a brave man, Captain. Likewise. Now get those people clear, Doc. Aye, aye, sir. Doctor, hurry! Where is Captain Brandis? Saving our lives. Hold on tight, everyone. We're about to take off. What? I must concur with the doctor. 
This is very brave of you. Order, pilot. Yes, sir. Shut up. My brothers and sisters, the good ship Surya Namaskar nears her destination at last. Behold, the sun, our ancient ancestors knew a truth our age has forgotten. They knew, as do we, that the great fire in the heavens is the source of all life on earth. Maniacs. The Aztecs, the Egyptians, they knew. But even they could not dream of the step which we are about to take. Soon we shall pass the heat barrier and enter the blessed realm of Heliotopia. You complete and utter maniacs. <coughs> One moment, my children. What are you still doing here, Hicks? I'm getting well and truly basted, is what I'm doing. Since we're all about to be flambéed when that ray shield fails, it can't have much longer in this heat. If you had any sense, you'd join me. My poor lost boy. Might I suggest a better path? Oh, do enlighten me. Join us. Everything will be well in Heliotopia. You really believe that, don't you? With all my being. It won't be long now. The heat phase will pass. Join us, my brother. I... Look, I really don't. All will be well once we cross the barrier. Trust me. You... you really think it will? Have faith. My brothers and sisters, there is one amongst us who is lost and in despair, for he does not yet realize that all will be well in the sun's warm embrace. Join us, Brother Hicks. Join us! In Heliotopia's warm embrace, we shall be set free! In Heliotopia's warm embrace, we shall be set free. In Heliotopia's warm embrace, we shall be set free! In Heliotopia's warm embrace, we shall be set free! Ray shield failing. You see, Hicks? You see? Any second now, all will be well. All will be well. Yes. I see. I see. But... What a pointless waste of life. Sometimes it has felt as though you have tried to teach me my ancestors were wiser than my own people, but 
deep down, they are exactly the same, are they not? My dear Leela, I think you've just discovered the ultimate truth of your species. Wherever they go, there they are. I can hardly believe it. I really thought Heliotopia would be the cause to give it all meaning. You must find something better, Lady Melina. You sound like my third wife. I'm not sure what's left, to be honest. Poor Suleiman. Poor all of them. That's the thing about reality. It doesn't go away when you stop believing in it. Well, the mid-range scanners located the TARDIS, at least. Looks like we should be able to dock. Leela, K-9. It's time we were on our way. At least the console's rebooted successfully. I did say it wouldn't take long. Now do not ignore any more flashing lights. Oh, would I? Would you like to continue re-indexing the hazard recognition protocols now, Master? You know, K-9, that sounds like a very good idea. We did well, Doctor. Did we? Well, there should have been more I could have done. I should have talked Zorn around somehow. I should have made him see sense. But what can reason do in the face of blind fanaticism? Do not torture yourself, Doctor. You did well enough by saving the people you could. It's very kind of you to say so, Leela, and I wish I could believe it, but I'm afraid to say it's very much a matter of opinion. You have been listening to Doctor Who, Shadow of the Sun by Robert Valentine, starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, with Louise Jameson as Leela and John Leeson as K-9. Dr. Suleiman Zorn, Paul Hertzberg. Lady Melina Rigel Smythe, Fenella Woolgar. Captain Brandis, Glenn McCready. First Officer Hicks and Autopilot, Barnaby Edwards. Professor Nicely, John Leeson. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Audiophile Engineering and Sound Design, Toby Robinson. Music, Jamie Robertson. Script Editor, John Dorney. Producer, David Richardson. Director, Nicholas Briggs. Executive Producers, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Hay Gallery. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of the Fourth Doctor Adventures. In just over one hour from now, this ship is going to fly into the sun. Unless we change course, we are all going to die. Well, I mean, didn't you hear me? What, what was the matter with you all? Suleiman Zorn is sending you all to a fiery death. So here's the story of Shadow of the Sun. Um, 
This was originally planned to be in season 13 of the Fourth Doctor Adventures, uh, which we've been working on recently. And as we came to the studio recording, it was all booked in, all the actors were cast, and uh, the uh, coronavirus situation emerged, this crisis that has um, paralysed most of the world. We went into lockdown, the studio sessions were cancelled and the cast were stood down. We sat around and worked out how to carry on working at Big Finish through this lockdown and we found a solution in that uh, we could record actors at home. Hello, I'm Rob Valentine and I am the writer. Whatever your personal beliefs in the matter are, you are about to crash into cold, hard reality. Or rather, not cold at all. Basically, I think I wanted to uh, explore the subject of the whole culture of my opinions are as good as your facts. So the idea of a cult uh, wanting to fly into the sun struck me as a good metaphor for pretty much all of the madness that seems to have gripped Western liberal democracies in the last few years. We'd all link up through online meeting sites, so we'd be able to get a full cast in one session and everybody would record themselves at home. Obviously, it's a very different setup to when we're in studio, where everything is controlled and overseen by one person. So uh, what we've been doing is everybody has been sending in test samples of their recording equipment, and Toby Robinson, who's our engineer at Moat Studios, has been in charge of putting them all together, marrying everything up, making sure everything sounds of similar quality and providing just invaluable advice to the actors just to make sure they're getting the best possible sound in um, what can quite often be very makeshift setups. My name's Nick Briggs and I'm the director of The Shadow of the Sun. All right, let's do another take. Off you go, Louise. Scene three, take two. Scene three, take two. Scene three, take two. Two. Something smells nice. There are no people here. Yes, it's all fully automated. Aha, now, what do you make of this? Directing a drama this way is an interesting one. We've recorded Tom and Louise separately on this one, and John Leeson has recorded K9 separately. But the biggest session we've done for this, we've done all the supporting cast together, so we've had three people in today, uh, Fenella and Paul and Glenn and Barnaby. I was very pleased that, you know, I knew three of the actors already. So there's a great informality between us all. So we could retain that, what I regard as a vital ingredient to a good recording when people are relaxed and having fun. But at the same time, it has to be quite formal because I have to keep instructing them to start recording and do an ident and make sure they do the ident properly. So it's been a challenge, but... A fruitful one. It hasn't been one of those challenges where you keep hitting pitfalls and eventually you start losing the will to live and think, oh, this is never going to work. It did work and it should edit together well. I'm Louise Jameson and I play Leela of the Sever Team. We are all completely isolated in our homes or locked down with our families. And I got a phone call saying, can you get a home studio together? So here I am in a stairwell surrounded by all kinds of foam 
padding and I ordered a state-of-the-art microphone and uh, I've got myself a home studio and luckily we can we can kind of carry on the big Finnish community is surviving this weird epidemic I'm Fenella Woolgar and I play Lady Melina Rigel Smythe it's very extraordinary because we're none of us in the same building, not in the same room, let alone the same building, let alone the same part of Britain. So we're each using various little rooms within our isolation units in our houses, covered with duvets over wardrobe doors that are open, futons shoved into the wardrobe, kids with gaffer tape over their mouths no not really so it's really bizarre and we can see each other or not on videos and communicate with each other and but actually it's been surprisingly fun and effective i think i'm barnaby edwards and i play first officer hicks and the autopilot as Fenella was saying you know we're in the middle of the covid19 lockdown obviously uh, historically across the board in all times of crisis entertainment is of paramount importance to everyone it helps keep them calm it helps people stop panicking and it provides them you know with a relief from boredom i mean and this is a relief for us actually taking part in it as well because otherwise we're all going to sitting at home twiddling our thumbs gradually going to spare ourselves so this is a great escape for us because suddenly we're on a big spaceship uh, heading towards a, a, a sun that's about to explode which somehow feels more calming than the actual situation i'm glenn mccready and i play captain brandis we, we do tend to record in the same building, but in isolation booths. But now we're in different buildings and isolating. And I was listening extra hard and it was playing a character who's got his mind. He's, he's fairly distracted about, you know, all sorts of other things. Having to record and engineer myself and try and produce a performance as well. As I'm hoping that it's uh, dovetailed quite nicely into the character at this point. I'm Paul Hertzberg and I play Professor Suleiman Zorn. I work with Tom Baker 30 years ago in a series called Life and Loves of a She-Devil and I'm very sorry that I didn't get to meet him in the flesh but uh, it's been wonderful and uh, I marvel at the technical brilliance of my colleagues knowing things that I clearly don't know yet. Uh, No, it's been great. I've enjoyed every moment of it. So at the end of the day's recording, I spoke to Tom Baker and did an interview for the CD Extras. Um, Unfortunately, we had a technical error, the only technical error of the day. And um, Tom's side of the recording was lost. But we do have my side, the -the down-the-line recording, so apologies for the inferior quality, but it's all we have. So I started by asking him how he felt about recording Doctor Who in the middle of a pandemic? Well, we can't completely separate ourselves from this terrible grief and confusion that's going on. But when you're doing something like this, you know, which is heroic and sometimes comical and entirely improbable, you've got to actually keep the shadows away, otherwise you couldn't do it. We have to still laugh and be brave and, uh, and sigh and be optimistic, even though we dread going out in the streets next in the next moment or two. Do you think escapist entertainment is important in that respect? People can't live without distractions, can we? We can't look solemnly at some terrible one thing and let that dominate us. We have to try and look uh, for consolations, which are often expressed in neat little phrases or little half phrases, aren't they? The marvelous thing about what we are doing now in this crisis, so I'm in whatever it is, the second week of isolation 
here in the country and uh, missing the papers, missing seeing my acquaintances and friends, missing doing my little acts of amusement. So, you know, we just carry on, don't we? We carry on. There are a couple of lines I give the Doctor in this. Belief is the death of intelligence, uh, which is a Robert Anton Wilson quote, and a line to the effect that reality is the only thing that doesn't go away when you stop believing in it, which is uh, me paraphrasing Philip K. Dick. I suppose I'm quite down on the whole idea of belief. It was Ken Campbell, who was very nearly the Seventh Doctor, well, I like to think he was, who said, uh, believe nothing, suppose in everything. And I think I, I think I stand by that, really. Zorn, you may have been a scientist once. I'll give you that. But somewhere along the way, you've become the leader of a death cult. And you are going to get these people killed. I don't believe so. Your belief is the death of intelligence, Zorn. If you weren't about to instigate a mass suicide, I would pity you. There's, there's a lot in this script about the nature of belief and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Could you talk a bit about that? Well, it depends entirely, it doesn't on your point of view, and it depends entirely, of course, what it is you do believe. I mean, that's the crucial thing. Just because something one believes something's amazingly powerfully or they're willing to die for it, doesn't mean it's right or it's good. It doesn't mean it's bad either, necessarily. But we just kind of cope with all those things about what we believe in. You look at the uproar that's going on when some people actually don't believe what they're reading in the papers or hearing on the television and are still gathering together and having parties. I mean, that's beyond belief, isn't it? Mm. You think you shake your head to say, oh, don't do it, please, don't do it, you know? I mean, we have to believe our experts, whether they're clergymen or whether they're doctors or whether they're journalists or whether they're television people. We have to take note, don't we? I'm missing lots of people, but I'll try and stick it out. Originally, the plan was that we'd stick with this as a release in 2024. The dialogue was going to be edited, put together and then archived. But then we thought, actually, we're all in lockdown. This is an example of creativity in lockdown when people pull together and make things happen. So we took the decision that we'd, we would release this episode as a special. So yes, it's come forward four years. Shadow of the Sun is our lockdown special. I think uh, creativity and uh, yeah, escapism and dreams are in vital at a time like this. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a, a household in the land that isn't turning to their television sets at the end of the evening. But I also think audio, the best films are in the mind, that audio is the best place to lose yourself. You can go onto automatic pilot with all the jobs you don't like, the clearing out, the scrubbing, the cleaning, the exercise even, and just get lost in a world of make-believe which sometimes can touch the world that you're in in quite a profound way. <laughs>